What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Retake. Still kicking through the college series, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we are bringing a alpha female to the table. Y'all, I have known this girl my entire life. I'm talking like all the way back to like summer scrapbooking classes. And y'all, we've just been thugging it out since we were little kids. And you know, there were moments when we did not get along very well. We both have very strong personalities. <laughs> so we had that little kid like, eh, eh. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has some friends like that. Um, played volleyball, played sports with each other. We've seen like the best and worst of each other. You know, both went to college, went our separate ways, you know, Aggie up in this thing. She <laughs> goes to UNM. But y'all, I would like to welcome my girl, Sophia Madalini to retake today. Honestly, y'all, like I said, alpha woman, amazing personality. I feel like she has experienced so much growth in the last like one to two years of her life. And I think the perspective that she will share today is just gonna be so real, raw, and uncut. You know, that's how we like it around here. So without further ado, let's call my girl up. Sophia, here we come. Let me get that FaceTime on, okay. <laughs> Hello, friend. I wish y'all could have seen how she just popped in the camera in, <laughs> in typical Sophia fashion. What's up? Welcome to Retake, my girl. Okay, so I already gave you, you know, your little boost in. I went, spent about two minutes talking about how you know, we've known each other since like childhood, literally like scrapbook classes childhood. I don't even know if you remember that, bro, but we used to go at it in scrapbook class. <laughs> but y'all, go ahead. Tell the people about yourself, girl. Of what that is, if there's one high school there, my graduating class was 46. <laughs> Mine was 42. Look, 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 just so we could. I got I my noticed. I got my ratonta sweatshirt on. Yes, so yes. we we welcoming a fellow ratonta into the mix. You know what I'm saying? From the same stomping grounds for sure. Yes. And so yeah, I came. I graduated high school in 2017. Uh, came to college, and here I am. <laughs> I live in Albuquerque now, and went to UNM, and then later transferred to CNM, so um, I'm gonna be finishing my pre-med health degree in May. Yes, ma'am, congrats! Thank you. An angel of the world. I um mentioned, you know, that I was an Aggie, so I had to throw in that little Aggie up, that you little, know what I'm saying? That little rivalry we got there. Put that little blow in. But, you know, we are in the college series, so I felt like you would be an absolutely perfect individual to just come on, talk about your college experience, talk about the highs and the lows, some of the things that you've learned. I did mention in your introduction that I feel like just, you know, us knowing each other for so long since we were little kids and just seeing the growth, like the massive growth that you have just come up out of and into in like the past one to two years, I would love to, for you to like share your experience with that. So I kind of like to kick it back for people who are just starting college, who may have maybe in like the first to second semester, just like the youngins in college, the fresh meat 
I want you to go back a little bit and tell me what your experience was like, you know, as like a freshman, that upcoming freshman, what you did to kind of like set yourself apart, what you did to stay grounded, just anything that comes to mind as far as like your freshman year. So looking back to my freshman year, it was honestly kind of crazy. And I was, I was raised kind of reserved growing up my whole life. So like all through high school, like I never partied, I never dabbled around in like any sort of college type or partying type scene. So whenever I came to college, I like went batshit crazy. Like I was literally (laughs) drinking like all the time. Like I vividly remember there were some times that I was like super drunk at like four or five in the morning and I'd have an exam at seven and I wouldn't even remember taking my exams. But looking back on that, like, yeah, it's fun and you you make like your friendships and you make relationships with these people that like you're hanging around with, but you kind of have to keep like your long term vision, like in check because I kind of, I kind of realized like reflecting back on myself in like the last year, I've done like a lot of self-reflection and personal development and like just kind of analyzing myself and like who I am as a person. And I realized I was kind of a people pleaser. Like there, I would never, turn down the opportunity to go drink on a Tuesday night just because there were certain people or friends that like I would be involved with that are like oh yeah like who cares like we're young like you know you you only live once like Mm -hmm. let's just go enjoy ourselves and like I kind of wish looking back now I would have held my ground a little bit better and like set better boundaries for myself because I was always just like the yes girl like I just wanted to be friends with everybody I just didn't want to have like any confrontation I didn't want to deal with any issues so just like I'm just gonna please everybody and like within that I kind of feel like I lost my path so Mm -hmm. if like anybody who like does listen to your podcasts were like which are awesome by the way like they're always awesome information and guidance like from anybody whoever's listening um but yeah and I think like if anybody is kind of stuck in that same situation just remind yourself to be very strong and back yourself up on your boundaries and that's something that like as I've been developing myself and like my my character and like who I am that's something that I like really have to work on because I find that sort of creeping up into my life every once in a while not like it used to be because I used to just like not even just have a voice myself I would just be like yeah let's go party let's go drink whatever whatever and I would have little to no money I was working nine dollars fifty cents at Claire's like part-time <laughs> and so it was like my little one hundred dollar paychecks I had no issue blowing half of it on bottles because I couldn't say no to people I didn't have any boundaries so that's, that's huge. Kind of my advice whenever looking back on my freshman year specifically just hold yourself to that and like don't be people pleaser just because you feel like that's the right thing to do because you're in a new environment and you just want to make friends and you want to build connections with people just keep your long-term goals in sight because I know it's hard whenever like you're just going to have fun and you're with these new people and it's a new environment but that's my advice on that that's perfect honestly that is some of the greatest advice that I think anybody can get from this series and that's so huge that you just mentioned that I feel like nobody like in this series thus far has said it in the way that you've said it or said anything kind of close to that and so you know I want to put it in a different light as well you know Sophia said people pleasing and that's exactly what it is but also it's well known to many of us especially me like FOMO you know what I mean FOMO fear of missing out I don't know why it was so strong for me in those first two years of my college career actually I do know why now I figured it out y'all But I think me coming from the background that I came from, you know, being just thrown into all these like survival mode situations, I was ready to do anything that I could 
to run away from facing myself. No cap, that's what it was. When I came to college, I was already on my P's and my Q's. I paid my car, I paid my insurance, I paid my phone bill, I paid all, like I was grown compared to a lot of other people that enter college. I didn't have as much of like, you know, that backup. I knew like if I really like fell on my face, I could like call my Nina or something like that. But I really wasn't even trying to put myself in a position to do that. But also at the same token, because I was in this like grown position, I had this major fear of missing out on shit. I really felt like a 40 year old in like a freaking 18 year old, 19 year old body. And I had such a crazy experience and ending note on my high school career. I know I've touched on that a little bit in my first Reese top 10. By the way, Sophia was there for that. I'm talking like in the locker room, <laughs> seeing the action. Woo, but, but you know, it's just, you learn, you live and you learn. A lot of spicy tea, that was the tea. <laughs> but, yeah, fear of missing out, y'all, that will literally derail you. Not only in college, but just in life. Because if you really chop it up and you break it down, it's more than just the fear of missing out. It's, it is like the component of you wanting to people please. It's the component of you not wanting to sit alone with yourself. It's you not valuing your alone time. You not valuing your boundaries. Like there's so much that you can chop up and break it down to be. But it's just really important that you start to recognize that. And, you know, I'm not, I know me and Sophia are both not trying to say, like, when you come to college, like, you need to have your shit together. Like, no. When you're a freshman. pulling up, like, trying to be a hard-ass popping off on everybody, because then you're just not even going to have any friends, if that's the case. Like, you're trying to be toxic, you know, but. Don't be the mom. That shit's difficult, too. When I came to college, I was like a mom. I was like, oh, my God. People are wearing crop tops? Like, (laughs) sluts. Just kidding. No, for real, but I was in like a committed relationship. So I was like, why do people act like this? Like I probably in some situations came off like super uppity, but you know, I learned a lot about myself in the midst of that. And I did learn through like that fear of missing out that it is important for you to set that boundary. It is important for you to be able to like, nah, bro. Like I have work I need to do. I have like, we can do a study group. Like you have to find a way to like have your fun, but Like, work hard, play hard. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, moving into, like, your sophomore year, I feel like, and you can tell me if you agree with this or not, but I feel like there's a major shift from your freshman year to your sophomore year, and then there's an even crazier shift from your sophomore year to your junior year. What do you think, bro? So, I think definitely, like, going into my sophomore year and... Like, mentality-wise, before, like, I had a very tragic event happen. Um, going into my sophomore year, I was, like, oh, I'm, like, so ready to, like, get into this. Like, I feel like i kind of gotten, like, the partying out of me a little bit, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm starting to see my vision a little bit better. And, like, you being from the same hometown and, like, obviously, you know, um, one of my good friends committed suicide. And that was, like... I had never experienced anything like that. Like, people mm-hmm. have lost family members and, like, you know, like, some people might have, may have lost friends, like, in tragic accidents, but, like, something like that was just, like, it completely threw me off guard and I kind of found myself taking 10 steps back. It was, like, because it was literally, like, the week before classes started, like, literally mm-hmm. my sophomore year. And so I was, like, already my books were done. Like, I had um, gotten my notebooks. I had, like, all my new pens, like, my planner. I was so excited, like, 
and it just kind of derailed me hard and so I fell back into kind of just like not giving a shit mm-hmm. and that set me like way back but second semester of my sophomore year you know that's whenever I transferred to CNN because at that point like my mom was helping me out a lot with college and I was like you know this isn't fair to you like that you've done all of this work your whole life in order for you to provide for somebody to go to college and I'm like going through all this it's not fair to you so transferred to CNN completely paid my own tuition from then on completely paid for everything like no penny was asked for school no penny was given for school and whenever it's kind of put into that perspective I guess like that's when I started taking shit serious and at that point I had to retake classes because the first time that semester that my sophomore year I was failing classes I just didn't care my mentality wasn't there like my mindset wasn't there I was just like my life like it didn't really seem like reality yeah I felt like I was going through the motions because I didn't have like a very good way of coping with that situation um, so I retook classes and I got A's on all of my classes that I retook and I was like in for it. So like whenever you do go into your sophomore, you kind of realize like, oh shit, this is my second year now. Like I had a whole first year of like jacking around and you know, like those prerequisites, your first freshman year, like they're not anything super crazy, you know, like I'm pretty sure you can contest too, like freshman year prereqs are just kind of like, you go through them BS and it's like sad, but like they're not bad <laughs> depending bro i had a english professor bro miss henderson oh don't play with her don't play with her <laughs> you know but you remember mr keller from high school yes. mr keller on steroids shout out mr keller you taught me everything i know i freaking love you you prepared me for miss henderson because she did not play but no honestly prereqs they're not they're nothing compared to like the upper division classes in any any type of program that you're in also we left out girl tell the people what your program was because it ain't no regular program either so when i first went to college it was medical laboratory sciences but after i took chemistry for the first time and i was like oh i gotta take like three more four more chemistry classes nah i'm cool (laughs) and so um over to nursing and so I, I'll have my degree in order to apply to the nursing program in May but we're gonna get more into that <laughs> yeah yeah I'm proud of you and like you know anybody who's listening to this that is you know in that medical field any type of program that inqu- that requires the medical field or you know a nursing program or just that really scientific program it is no type of game and it requires a different level of focus. You know, like, obviously I'm not trying to like talk down on like business programs or psychology programs or anything like this, but because you have, you know, like the clinicals and all of the labs that you have to take, it is it can be a lot more strenuous, you know what I mean? So it does require a lot more focus. I do wanna go back a little bit and talk about, you know, how you said you had that situation that was really difficult for you to cope with because I think a lot of people don't realize this coming into college. You like, you have this vision like of what it's gonna be like. All right, I know it's gonna be hard. I know I need to do this. I know I need to do this, but you can never, it literally gives me chills to like make this statement. You can never prepare yourself for just the life tragedies that will take place in the midst of that. Literally, you cannot. And you know, some people are super blessed Well, I I don't even want to say super blessed. That sounds kind of cliche in a way. But 
some people are lucky and just like they don't have to go through anything like that like it's smooth sailing you know the hardest thing that they face is like a really difficult class or some little things might happen happen here and there but there are no words honestly for something really 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 traumatic happening throughout your college career you know like losing the people that you love um, I've seen some of my greatest friends, you know, get addicted to drugs, turn the exact other way. Like, I know people who've had, like, parents die. I had my grandmother die who was, like, that was my dog. You already know, Sophia. I was even going to say, like, not to cut you off or anything, but, like, if you guys would have seen Rhiannon in high school and, like, the bond she had with that woman. Like, they were literally, like, the prime example of besties at the hip. Like... So, like, even me knowing, like, even whenever I had heard about that, like, my heart broke. Because, like, if you guys just, you guys just should have seen her grandma at the softball game. Like, she had no filter, this lady. They Zero. were besties. Like, best, best <laughs> friends. So, like, I already know how you how you be feeling with that. So. Oh, you making me all emotional, bro. My granny would pull up to the softball games in the minivan, honking, <laughs> cussing. She even hit one of our players' cars. <laughs> she hit Shania Calista's cars. Shout out to my Calista Coast Dorans for handling that. She literally like totaled their cars backing into it at the game. <laughs> it's like, oops. No, but literally nothing can, can, pre can prepare you for that, y'all. And so like, I don't want to say like, get ready for some shit. You can't get ready for it. All you can do is manage your response to what happens. Like you can choose to react or you can respond accordingly. And there's no advice, honestly, there's no advice that me or anybody, like that's really like a thing you gotta do with God or like whatever you believe in, like that is some shit. Like when I lost my granny, when I went through some of the toughest, most excruciating parts of my college career, that it was a God thing. It was just, it was solitude. I had to figure it out. I had to thug it out. It got really ugly for a while and then you know, you find your enlightenment and you keep moving forward. Like, you take it to the chin, you keep it pushing, you do the best that you can, and you learn from the mistakes that you make. You know what I mean? So, but it also, they open, those situations, they open your eyes to so much more. You know what I mean? It's so easy when you're in college to get lost in the college bubble. Like, you're around this group of people, and it's amazing. Like, it's so insane. It's only something you can experience when you go to college, you know? But you're in this like bubble. It feels like you're in just like this big community of people that are all going through the same thing. So it's just like, it's unspoken knowledge of one another. Like you can look yeah. at somebody and be like, damn, like I should ask that homegirl if she want to go have a coffee because she's probably hungover. She's probably stressing. It looks like she just got done crying. She might've just failed that test. Like it's just, you just know. You know what I mean? So it's dope to be around everybody like collectively working towards the same goal, but that doesn't make it any easier either. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's why like whenever you do go to college, like your freshman year, like I know so many people who went to college, but like were just very reserved and like they didn't put themselves out there like to make yes, friends and they didn't like, that is so, so, so crucial. I mean, yes, like I said, there has to be like that balance of boundaries and like keeping your goals in sight like that time of your life but like you have to put yourself out there and like step out of your comfort zone and make friends because that's literally gonna be like your backbone yeah the support it. you have to like you have to put yourself out there and make friends because you can't just stay in your dorm room locked up because like you're an introvert and but there's so many introverts that go to college and meet mm -hmm. so many like-minded introverts that become best friends for the rest of their life you know 
facts. Maybe become backbones for each other. So definitely like put yourself out of your comfort zone, make friends and make those connections because that's really going to get you through a lot of your shit. Yeah, no, seriously. And you know, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes here in the college series, but I mean, I met so many different people in college because of like the type of person that I am. Like I could get along with the nerds, the thugs, the freaking jocks. I get along with everybody. I have like homies in every single different type of friend group. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Retake. Still kicking through the college series, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we are bringing a alpha female to the table y'all i have known this girl my entire life i'm talking like all the way back to like summer scrapbooking classes and y'all we've just been thugging it out since we were little kids and you know there were moments when we did not get along very well we both have very strong personalities (laughs) so we had that little kid like "Eh, eh." you know what i'm saying everybody has some friends like that um, played volleyball, played sports with each other. We've seen like the best and worst of each other. You know, both went to college, went our separate ways, you know, Aggie up in this thing. She <laughs> goes to UNM. But y'all, I would like to welcome my girl, Sophia Madalini to retake today. Honestly, y'all, like I said, alpha woman, amazing personality. I feel like she has experienced so much growth in the last like one to two years of her life. And I think the perspective that she will share today is just going to be so real, raw, and uncut. You know, that's how we like it around here. So, without further ado, let's call my girl up. Sophia, here we come. Let me get that FaceTime on. Okay. Hello, friend. I wish y'all could have seen how she just popped in a camera in, t- <laughs> in typical Sophia fashion. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Retake, my girl. Okay, so I already gave you, you know, your little boost in. I went, spent about two minutes talking about how, you know, we've known each other since like childhood, literally like scrapbook classes childhood. I don't even know if you remember that, bro, but we used to go at it in scrapbook class. <laughs> But, y'all, go ahead. Tell the people about yourself, girl. Well, um, like Rhiannon said, I'm Sophia. We're both from the same little up north small town. And just so you guys can kind of get, like, a background of what that is, if there's one high school there, my graduating class was 46. Mine was 42. Look, 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 just so we could. I got my my ratonta sweatshirt on. So yes. we, we welcoming a fellow ratonta into the mix, you know what I'm From saying? the same stomping grounds, for sure, yes. And so, yeah, I came, I graduated high school in 2017, uh, came to college, and here I am. <laughs> I live in Albuquerque now, and went to UNM, and then later transferred to CNM, so um, I'm going to be finishing my pre-med health degree in May. Yes, ma'am, congrats! an angel of the world i um mentioned you know that i was an aggie so i had to throw in that little aggie up that you little, know what i'm saying that little rivalry we got there. put that little blow in 
But you know, we are in the college series, so I felt like you would be an absolutely perfect individual to just come on, talk about your college experience, talk about the highs and the lows, some of the things that you've learned. I did mention in your introduction that I feel like just, you know, us knowing each other for so long since we were little kids and just seeing the growth, like the massive growth that you have just come up out of and into in like the past one to two years, I would love for you to like share your experience with that. So I kind of like to kick it back for people who are just starting college, who may have maybe in like the first to second semester, just like the youngins in college, the fresh meat. I want you to go back a little bit and tell me what your experience was like, you know, as like a freshman, that upcoming freshman, what you did to kind of like set yourself apart, what you did to stay grounded, just anything that comes to mind as far as like your freshman year. So looking back to my freshman year, it was honestly kind of crazy. And I was I was raised kind of reserved growing up my whole life. So like all through high school, like I never partied, I never dabbled around in like any sort of college type or partying type scene. So whenever I came to college, I like, went batshit crazy like I was literally <laughs> drinking like all the time like I vividly remember there were some times that I was like super drunk at like four or five in the morning and I'd have an exam at seven and I wouldn't even remember taking my exams but looking back on that like yeah it's fun and you you make like your friendships and you make relationships with these people that like you're hanging around with but you kind of have to keep like your long-term vision like in check because I kind of, I kind of realized, like, reflecting back on myself in, like, the last year, I've done, like, a lot of self-reflection and personal development and, like, just kind of analyzing myself and, like, who I am as a person, and I realized I was kind of a people pleaser. Like, there, I would never turn down an opportunity to go drink on a Tuesday night just because there were certain people or friends that, like, I would be involved with that are like, oh, yeah, like, who cares? Like, we're young. Like, you know, you, you only live once. Like, mm-hmm. let's just go enjoy ourselves and, like... I kind of wish, looking back now, I would have held my ground a little bit better and, like, set better boundaries for myself because I was always just, like, the yes girl. Like, I just wanted to be friends with everybody. I just didn't want to have, like, any confrontation. I didn't want to deal with any issues. So just, like, I'm just going to please everybody. And, like, within that, I kind of feel like I lost my path. So Mm -hmm. if, like, anybody who, like, does listen to your podcasts were, like, which are awesome, by the way. Like, they're always awesome information and guidance, like, from anybody whoever's listening. Um, but yeah, and I think like if anybody is kind of stuck in that same situation, just remind yourself to be very strong and back yourself up on your boundaries. And that's something that like, as I've been developing myself and like my character, my character and like who I am, that's something that I like really have to work on because I find that sort of creeping up into my life every once in a while, not like it used to be because I used to just like not even just have a voice myself. I would just be like, yeah, let's go party, let's go drink, whatever, whatever. And I would have little to no money. I was working $9.50 at Claire's like part time. <laughs> and so it was like my little $100 paychecks. I had no issue blowing half of it on bottles because I couldn't say no to people. I didn't have any boundaries. So that's, that's kind of my advice never looking back on my freshman year specifically, just hold yourself to that and like don't be people pleaser just because you feel like that's the right thing to do because you're in a new environment and you just want to make friends and you want to build connections with people just keep your long-term goals in sight because I know it's hard whenever 
Like you're just going to have fun and you're with these new people and it's a new environment. But that's my advice on that. That's perfect, honestly. That is some of the greatest advice that I think anybody can get from this series. And that's so huge that you just mentioned that. I feel like nobody like in this series thus far has said it in the way that you've said it or said anything kind of close to that. And so, you know, I want to put it in a different light as well. You know, Sophia said people pleasing and that's exactly what it is. But also it's well known to many of us, especially me, like FOMO. You know what I mean? FOMO, fear of missing out. I don't know why it was so strong for me in those first two years of my college career. Actually, I do know why now. I figured it out, y'all. But I think me coming from the background that I came from, you know, being just thrown into all these like survival mode situations, I was ready to do anything that I could to run away from facing myself. No cap, that's what it was. When I came to college, I was already on my P's and my Q's. I paid my car, I paid my insurance, I paid my phone bill, I paid all, like I was grown compared to a lot of other people that enter college. I didn't have as much of like, you know, that backup. I knew like if I really like fell on my face, I could like call my Nina or something like that. But I really wasn't even trying to put myself in a position to do that. But also at the same token, because I was in this like grown position, I had this major fear of missing out on shit. I really felt like a 40 year old in like a freaking 18 year old, 19 year old body. And I had such a crazy experience and ending note on my high school career. I know I've touched on that a little bit in my first Reese top 10. By the way, Sophia was there for that. I'm talking like in the locker room, <laughs> seeing the action. Whew, but, but you know, it's just, you learn, you live and you learn. A lot of spicy tea, that was the tea. <laughs> but, yeah, fear of missing out, yo, that will literally derail you. Not only in college, but just in life. Because if you really chop it up and you break it down, it's more than just the fear of missing out. It is it is like the component of you wanting to people please. It's the component of you not wanting to sit alone with yourself. It's you not valuing your alone time. You not valuing your boundaries. Like there's so much that you can chop up and break it down to be. But it's just really important that you start to recognize that. And you know, I'm not, I know me and Sophia are both not trying to say like, when you come to college, like you need to have your shit together. Like, no, when yeah, you're a freshman. Don't pulling up, like trying to be a hard ass popping off on everybody. Cause then you're just not even gonna have any friends if that's the case. Like, yeah. Don't try to be toxic, you know, but. Don't be the mom. That shit's difficult too. When I came to college, I was like a mom. I was like, oh my God, people are wearing crop tops. Like <laughs> sluts, just kidding. <laughs> No, for real, but I was in like a committed relationship. So I was like, why do people act like this? Like I probably in some situations came off like super uppity, but you know, I learned a lot about myself in the midst of that. And I did learn through like that fear of missing out that it is important for you to set that boundary. It is important for you to be able to be like, nah, bro. Like I have work I need to do. I have like, we can do a study group. Like you have to find a way to like have your fun, but like work hard play hard that's what it comes down to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so moving into like your sophomore year i feel like and you can tell me if you agree with this or not but i feel like there's a major shift from your freshman year to your sophomore year and then there's an even crazier shift from your sophomore year to your junior year what do you think bro so i think definitely like going into my sophomore year and like mentality wise before like I had a very tragic event happen um going into my sophomore year I was like 
oh, I'm like so ready to like get into this. Like I feel like I kind of gotten like the partying out of me a little bit, whatever, whatever. Like I'm starting to see my vision a little bit better. And like you being from the same hometown and like obviously, you know, um, one of my good friends committed suicide. And that was like, I had never experienced anything like that. Like people mm-hmm. have lost family members and like, you know, like some people might have, may have lost friends like in tragic accidents, but like something like that was just like it completely threw me off guard. And I kind of found myself taking 10 steps back. It was like, cause it was literally like the week before classes started, like literally mm-hmm. my sophomore year. And so I was like, already my books were done. Like I had um, gotten my notebooks. I had like all my new pens, like my planner. I was so excited. Like, and it just kind of derailed me hard. And so I fell back into kind of just like not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. And that set me like way back. But second semester of my sophomore year, you know, that's whenever I transferred to seeing them because at that point, like my mom was helping me out a lot with college. And I was like, you know, this isn't fair to you like that you've done all of this work your whole life in order for you to provide for somebody to go to college and I'm like going through all this it's not fair to you so transferred to CNM completely paid my own tuition from then on completely paid for everything like no penny was asked for school no penny was given for school and whenever it's kind of put into that perspective I guess like that's when I started taking shit serious and at that point I had to retake classes because the first time that semester, that my sophomore year, I was failing classes. I just didn't care. My mentality wasn't there. Like my mindset wasn't there. I was just like my life. Did, like it didn't really seem like reality. It just yeah. Kind of felt like I was going through the motions because I didn't have like a very good way of coping with that situation. Um, so I retook classes and I got A's on all of my classes that I retook and I was like in for it. So like whenever you do go into your sophomore, you kind of realize like, oh shit, this is my second year now. Like. I had a whole first year of like jacking around and you know like those prerequisites your first freshman year like they're not anything super crazy you know like I'm pretty sure you can contest to like freshman year prereqs are just kind of like you go through them BS and it's like sad but like they're not bad (laughs) depending bro I had an English professor bro Miss Henderson oh don't play with her don't play with her (laughs) you know you remember Mr. Keller from high school Mr. Keller on steroids. Shout out, Mr. Keller. You taught me everything I know. I freaking love you. You prepared me for Miss Henderson because she did not play. But no, honestly, prereqs, they're not, they're nothing compared to like the upper division classes in any, any type of program that you're in. Also, we left out, girl, tell the people what your program was because it ain't no regular program either. So when I first went to college, it was medical laboratory sciences, but after I took chemistry for the first time, and I was like, oh, I gotta take like three more, four more chemistry classes? Nah. Like, I'm cool. <laughs> and so um, I switched over to nursing, and so I, I'll have my degree in order to apply to the nursing program in May, but we're gonna get more into that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm proud of you. And like, you know, anybody who's listening to this that is, you know, in that medical field, any type of program that that requires the medical field or you know a nursing program or just that really scientific program it is no type of game and it requires a different level of focus you know like obviously I'm not trying to like talk down on like 
business programs or psychology programs or anything like this, but because you have, you know, like the clinicals and all of the labs that you have to take, it is it can be a lot more strenuous, you know what I mean? So it does require a lot more focus. I do wanna go back a little bit and talk about, you know, how you said you had that situation that was really difficult for you to cope with because I think a lot of people don't realize this coming into college, like you have this vision like of what it's gonna be like, all right, I know it's gonna be hard, I know I need to do this, I know I need to do this, but you can never, it literally gives me chills to like make this statement. You can never prepare yourself for just the life tragedies that will take place in the midst of that. Literally, you cannot. And you know, some people are super blessed. Well, I, I don't even wanna say super blessed. That sounds kind of cliche in a way, but some people are lucky and just like, they don't have to go through anything like that. Like it's smooth sailing, you know, the hardest thing that they face is like a really difficult class or some little things might happen, happen here and there, but there are no words, honestly, for something really, really, really traumatic happening throughout your college career. You know, like losing the people that you love. Um, I've seen some of my greatest friends, you know, get addicted to drugs, turn the exact other way. Like, I know people who've had like parents die. I had my grandmother die who was like, that was my dog. You already know, Sophia. I was and like the bond she had with that woman like they were literally like the prime example of besties at the hip like so like even me knowing like even whenever I had heard about that like my heart broke because like if you guys just you guys just should have seen her grandma asked the softball game like she has no filter this lady they Zero. were besties like best best friends so like I already know how you how you be feeling with that? So. Oh, you making me all emotional, bro. My granny would pull up to the softball games in the minivan, honking, <laughs> cussing. She even hit one of our players' cars. <laughs> she hit Shania Kalissa's cars. Shout out to Shania Kalissa Coast Jordans for handling that. She literally like totaled their cars backing into it at the game. <laughs> it's like, oops. No, but literally nothing can, can, pre can prepare you for that, y'all. And so like, I don't wanna say like, get ready for some shit. You can't get ready for it. All you can do is manage your response to what happens. Like you can choose to react or you can respond accordingly. And there's no advice, honestly, there's no advice that me or anybody, like that's really like a thing you gotta do with God or like whatever you believe in. Like that is some shit. Like when I lost my granny, when I went through some of the toughest, most excruciating parts of my college career, it was a God thing. It was just, it was solitude. I had to figure it out. I had to thug it out. It got really ugly for a while. And then, you know, you find your enlightenment and you keep moving forward. Like you take it to the chin, you keep it pushing, you do the best that you can and you learn from the mistakes that you make. You know what I mean? So, but it also, they open those situations. They open your eyes to so much more. You know what I mean? It's so easy when you're in college to get lost in the college bubble. Like you're around this group of people and it's amazing. Like it's so insane. It's only something you can experience when you go to college, you know? But you're in this like bubble. It feels like you're in just like this big community of people that are all going through the same thing. So it's just like, it's unspoken knowledge of one another. Like you can look yeah. at somebody and be like, damn, like I should ask that homegirl if she wanna go have a coffee because she's probably hungover. She's probably stressing. It looks like she just got done crying. She might've just failed that test. Like it's just, you just know, 
You know what I mean? So it's dope to be around everybody, like, collectively working towards the same goal. But that doesn't make it any easier either. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, whenever you do go to college, like, your freshman year, like, I know so many people who went to college, but, like, were just very reserved. And, like, they didn't put themselves out there, like, to make friends. And they didn't, like, that is so, so, so crucial. I mean, yes, like I said, there has to be like that balance of boundaries and like keeping your goals in sight like that time of your life but like you have to put yourself out there and like step out of your comfort zone and make friends because that's literally gonna be like your backbone yeah the support you have to like you have to put yourself out there and make friends because you can't just stay in your dorm room locked up because like you're an introvert and but there's so many introverts that go to college and meet mm-hmm. so many like-minded introverts that become best friends for the rest of their life you know and they become backbones to each other so definitely like put yourself out of your comfort zone make friends and make those connections because that's really gonna get you through a lot of your shit yeah no seriously and you know, i'm pretty sure i mentioned this in one of the previous episodes here in the college series but I mean, I met so many different people in college because of, like, the type of person that I am. Like, I could get along with the nerds, the thugs, the freaking jocks. I get along with everybody. I have, like, homies in every single different type of friend group.